Welcome to another episode of Inspired Voices. Before we get started with the episode, I want to let you guys know that when I shoot these episodes, it's just me. It's a one-man band. I'm checking the lights, the camera, how the desk looks, uh, the audio, uh, the, the, the monitor, the shelving, everything. Everything is me. In saying that, I just wanted to let you guys know that, yes, there's a little audio issue for about 10 to 12 minutes, but then we're back on track with these mics with the good audio. I apologize about that. Um, you know, this it's just something that happened, and I, I can't do anything about it now. That's it. So enjoy the episode. Thank you. Welcome to another episode of Inspired Voices. My name is Oliver Riera, and this is Bilal Smith. Hello. How you doing, buddy? Actually, you know what? Could you put the mic closer a little bit? Hello, yes. There you go. Okay, cool, cool, cool. It's close. We're Uh, close now. How you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Uh (laughs) You know, it's funny. uh, So my roommate gave me a ride here. He was like, how do you know this person? I was like, oh, I guess I know him from when I was working at the coffee shop. And mm-hmm. I met him one time, and I think that was it. I feel like yeah. maybe I ran into you maybe out one other time since then. I don't then. even know. Don't but other than that, know. it's just that one time. But we have like summer. Yeah, that's true. And like we have mutual friends. Yes. So like I feel like Medigo. I know you f- mm-hmm. from that. Yes, 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 yes. Even though we really haven't hung out or anything no. like that. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but why don't you tell everybody what you do? Um, do I need to look at the camera? Uh, yeah. For this one, yeah, sure. Um, so I am a dancer. I'm a soloist with Carolina Ballet. Oh, sorry. You can the scooch mic. it in. Scooch it in. No, I mean, no, no, I mean, like oh, the microphone. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is new. We're learning. Okay. Anyway, so I'm a dancer with uh, Carolina Ballet. Um, and that's what I do. I'm a soloist with Carolina Ballet. I've been dancing with the company for almost 10 years now. I think wow. going on 10 years now. I moved here in August of... 2015 after auditioning for their summer program they offered me a full scholarship hold on don't get into the wait, 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 sorry wait wait just we'll what do you do that that's it. anyway that's what i do <laughs> we we have time let's slow it down that's all right, right cool. yeah anyway yes uh but the mic's like facing that way it's like why are you having so much trouble with it i don't know <laughs> that's because perfect. i'm thinking that's like perfect. if it's close to me then sorry there you go yeah i'm just, <laughs> i'm thinking like all right i, I can't do it all right cool then i'm like looking down right, like, right. Anyway. Make a sh- all right hey. cool all right cool <laughs> all right so um okay so ballet dancer that's yes. cool yes i like that yeah uh, my dad was a ballet dancer so like he, i never okay um, again willing in the time. 70s in new york <laughs> yeah that's true yeah. uh up in new york in the 70s and stuff like that Damn. he was really big proponent of um i guess moving your body because he took like jeet and do Okay. Uh, Bruce martial art. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I, you, do you do like stuff like that? Do you do like Muay Thai or? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I did MMA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mixture of all of them and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Uh, I'm fascinated by you though. Cause like. And now I'm here. You know, I've never really talked in depth of a Carolina. When I talk, when I say the Carolina ballet, mm-hmm. I don't know too much about them. Mm-hmm. But to me, that's like. As far as the area goes, that's right. high status. Yes. Would you? That's yeah. Right? Okay, cool. Yeah, I feel like, you know, there's like big, well-known ballet companies in the major cities like San Francisco Ballet, New York City Ballet, Miami City Ballet, um, Houston Ballet, stuff like that. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, we, I feel like from just my years of being a professional and um, I guess like, young like 
connoisseur, a lover of ballet. Mm -hmm. And seeing those other major companies, you know, you don't see this high of technical artistry, you know, high caliber dancing in a like more regional type of ballet company that you find here. You know, it's really yeah. top notch right. what we do. Right. And yeah. what they've done before I even joined the company, you know, mm -hmm. started in 1998 by mm -hmm. a former principal dancer in New York City Ballet, Robert Weiss, who used to be director of um, Pennsylvania Ballet. Hmm. And then he came here and started Carolina Ballet. And now it's run by former dancer uh, and resident choreographer, but still choreographer and yeah. arts director Zalman Raphael. Huh. Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I just figured like Carolina Ballet has always been around, but now right, no right, and it's and it's okay. weird because I feel like people still don't know that we're here, or they know mm. that we're here, but they're only familiar with like maybe like the Nutcracker. But it's like we yeah. do so much great work. It's um, interesting. So yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, let's start from the top, man. Where are you from? So I'm from Baltimore, Maryland. Okay. Um, I grew up there. I'm one of five children. I have four sisters. Um, Interesting. And uh, are they dancers too? Or? So no, they're <laughs> not dancers. I feel like we all can dance. It's in the blood. It's in the it's in the uh, the heritage, I guess. Um, I know. But when it comes to like everyone's thing that they do, I feel like we all are kind of on a spectrum. Um, but I think I give it, and I always say this: like I give all my artistic abilities and I guess um, passions or desires mm -hmm. or just even just like the nurturing of my artistic like being to my mom because she oh. and to like other female figures in my family honestly but to my mother because you know it's not we weren't always in front of the TV just watching like whatever you mm -hmm. know she um went to high school and did like uh, calligraphy writing. And, you know, she had an artistic passion and I know that she wanted to go to college for, um, to study art, but she didn't get to go because she had to raise her family. Yeah. But um, while also kind of like staying in touch with that passion of hers, she made sure that we had something that was like, you know, not just like artistic artistic yeah, like yeah, yeah yeah so she would buy us like art pads and pencils and like really mm. like top-notch stuff that you know like the art kids walk around in their like yeah. bags with um and were you dancing like as a little kid or? no um so i so again i mean i did a lot of many many things so it's like i did a lot of like drawing i love drawing mm. i love like playing with dolls like i've got that from like my sisters but it was like not much for me to do or not much that interested me i guess in like the quote unquote um ideal of like what a young boy should be doing mm -hmm. i guess but um again like to my mother she just let me allow me to be myself so i got um and she also did a lot of things like she baked cakes and yeah. she like decorated them herself and she, so she uh, pretty herself. much made a point to like yeah expose you to a lot of different so, yeah to expose us to a lot of different stuff like we all like like to draw and have that ability but um my sister played the saxophone for a while. Mm -hmm. um, my one of my old, one of my sisters um, can braid and do hair like naturally. That was just something that she liked to do. Mm -hmm. And then my older sister, she went to cosmetology school. Both of my younger sisters um, can really draw and paint. And they have like those gifts and stuff too. But yeah. I mean, at one point in time, my mom thought that I would be like a fashion designer just because like mm -hmm. when I would go to my grandmother's house, 
she would let us like cut up like she would buy multiple like uh lace like tablecloths and let us like cut them up and dress like the dolls with it because yeah. they didn't have any clothes or whatever so gotcha. um so yeah interesting uh those are the, so i guess the, I, I said it like in a nutshell those those are the things that i feel like all of my siblings like kind of have the yeah. gifts of doing but they also have like all of those things like kind of influenced you right yeah, well. yeah yeah um like it's, I, I don't know i think of when you said calligraphy mm-hmm. like that's almost like a dance yeah because it's very like, yeah you know, that yeah so it's so it's just one of those things that like my mom didn't really know what i was going to do but she supported it mm-hmm. no matter what and um yeah dancing wasn't something like ballet i always liked to dance but i, I also was like very shy when it came to like dancing in front of people like if it was like a family function mm-hmm. if someone was like oh like dance but i'll do something i would kind of be really shy about it but mm-hmm. i think um i guess my passion goes back to like my sisters that we grew up watching music videos a lot yeah and so yeah. like if it was like thriller or like destiny's child or mm-hmm. just like anything yeah. like uh and that's, what I, that's what i did with my sister right too. we yeah. just enjoyed like picking <laughs> up the choreography and so right. like whenever the video came on again like we had it down packed right. and so i guess like that is where like my passion for dance came from and then mm. i guess as a, as a child in my mind i was like oh like one day i'll like be in a music video like i want to be mm. in a music video like i'll dance on tour with like this artist or that artist um and then yeah i don't want to get i want to keep going and like skip over the next question that you might have but you no, know, no so you're that's, fine um, yeah you're good um, so when did when did you start dancing like around what age uh like ballet uh i would say any dance um like took classes and stuff like that okay know? well then yeah so i didn't start taking any type of classes until i was 14 so when i okay. started ballet was when i auditioned for um the baltimore school for the arts mm. so um i remember it vividly but hey. hold on before that okay before the like the age of taking classes mm-hmm. uh before that were you doing any type of dance or just like no it was own? just like the play play around yeah, the house yeah, yeah, type yeah. of stuff okay cool. like watching music videos that was pretty much it that was like my that was like my only like training yeah, i mean yeah, not yeah. that was not my training but that was like my i guess my experience with dancing yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. just like moving around okay. i mean we you know like there's always like a big family function sure occasionally or just like a, a bunch of people come over to your house mm-hmm. randomly when you're young and you're like okay like these are my p- parents friends so i guess it's okay and then there's loud music playing and then everybody's just like dancing having a good time yeah. and dancing and then you like kind of join in and mm, as i got out i guess more times i would like kind of like join in but mm-hmm. most of the time i was just like watching from the side you gotcha. know? so um did you was there something like when you watched it from the side you were like i want to do this more i guess in my that. yeah i guess <laughs> in my mind you know like um I guess I just was kind of like, imagine like, okay, like I could do this or, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I just kind of like enjoy just like watching, you know, just yeah. seeing like how people like enjoyed themselves and had a good time. Um, didn't really think too much into it, but yeah, I don't think so. I it's think, like the kids that just watch their parents do stuff and then they pick it up. Later yeah, later. yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I feel like, you know, um, I always say like my ability to pick up choreography now probably comes from growing up and watching music videos and really trying so hard to pick up a choreography. Mm, yeah. You know, yeah. and like, um, I mean, until, and even until like I began to like dance professionally, um, I still would be watching music videos with my sisters or watching like clips of Beyonce on tour mm-hmm. um, with one of my sisters and learning the choreo. Yeah. You know, and I still do it to this day. Yeah. 
you know yeah. so um yeah <laughs> it when when it comes to you know popular music like yeah you, you know to, it's right? like it, 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 it reminds me of like other things that i want to do you know mm. with my career uh, like what uh like uh, wait what'd you say i think i misheard you i know i said it just reminds me of other things i want to do with my career oh okay you know as far as like dance goes as far as like dance goes gotcha, yes gotcha, um gotcha. but as far as like first ballet class ever it would have been my audition for the baltimore school for the arts gotcha yeah um okay so but okay so your first class was ballet yes yeah, so the why ballet well, so, okay, so the Baltimore School of the Arts is, uh, you know, Point Arts High School, mm-hmm. music, dance, acting, visual art, and um, I think stage production as well. Okay. Um, and I remember going to, like, a high school fair with some people from eighth grade and, like, seeing applications, seeing the booth and, like, wanting to fill it out and um, uh, just being like, oh, I want to go for dance, you know? Mm-hmm. And, I, and, of course, like, I think my mom at one during the process was like, oh, you should, you know, audition for visual arts. But I was just like, I don't want to do that, you know. Mm-hmm. And I guess in, innately, we always want to do the opposite of what our parents want us to do anyway. So yeah, I was just like, yeah. I'm de- now now because you said that I'm definitely not doing right, it, right. you know. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And uh, so I fill an application. They invite you to come to a couple workshops um, mm-hmm. before the uh, before the actual audition. And they just teach you movement. In any of in any of the workshop classes that we had, they didn't really teach you like ballet. They taught mm-hmm. you just like kind of like modern dance, like movement. Gotcha. And so they, it's like an intro class. Yeah, intro. You know, and just um, then they then they just kind then they teach you a, a routine and they mm-hmm. offer you music and say that you can use this for your audition. Okay. Um, and so how was that for you? It was very. Was it nerve wracking? Because it's like the first time you're. Yeah, like it that, was right? very. <laughs> I, I, you know, honestly, I can't remember it being like so nerve wracking. I do mm. remember it being like the, from the workshop up into the actual audition. It's just so like, I don't know, like mesmerizing is the word. Mm. You know, I can oh, see okay. that there were people there who had done it before, had been doing it. And I was, you know, I guess in awe and just watching them, you know, it was my okay. first experience of really seeing. Oh, that's good. Because people, some people would be like intimidated by seeing. Yeah, up close, like valiance. I guess like. <laughs> Uh, my thing I always was trying to like show that I belonged ah, in a way yeah. or like oh I'm not I don't want people to think that like I don't know what I'm doing you mm-hmm, know mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I remember like that year in 8th grade uh, one of my um, a girl in my class I don't know I would like walk, walk home and like hang out with her after like school and she like knew how to like lift her leg up to the mm-hmm. side and so yeah. then she like kind of like taught me that so then when I went to that audition, I just kept like, or that to the workshop, I just kept like doing it in the back, like, oh, I know how to dance too, you know. <laughs> but as far as like, like real technique and dance uh, vocabulary, I didn't know anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just fun, you know. And obviously, like, I love being around like girls. I have like five sisters, four yeah, sisters, so used to it, right? it was just, it was just something that felt really like, you know, comfortable and like at home for me. But. Um, nice. Yeah, they taught you the routine and now, as far as like, because like, you got dance, like you know, you do your own thing mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But then you got choreographed, yes, pieces, yes. And like for me, like I feel like I know how to dance, mm-hmm. but when it comes to choreograph things, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess even to this day, I still feel that way, depending on what it is. Um, you know, it takes you a while to really like loosen up once I get once I get the steps. Yeah. 
Um, and then once I get into my body, I try to like kind of make it my own, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, that reminds me of like a, a quote, not a quote, mm-hmm. but something Bruce Lee said. Mm-hmm. He's like, there's three, three stages of learning and it's like the robotic stage of mm-hmm. just learning the actual steps. Mm-hmm. And then the second stage of kind of knowing the steps, but you still have to look at what mm-hmm. it is, mm-hmm. what's the next step. Right. And then the third step is like, you know, you actually know what yes. you're doing. That I would say like even... I've recorded myself doing uh choreography pick that I picked up from like Beyonce mm-hmm. at her like her most recent tour, like the Renaissance tour. Yeah. And I'll like send the videos to my sister and I'm looking back at it. And I'll like I'll record it multiple times before I send it to her and I'm like, oh that looked a little too stiff. I need to lo- loosen up. Mm. Like, you know, and yeah, then yeah, yeah. but it's like cause I'm just getting the steps. Right, you know. Right. And now I'm trying to like do it kind of more like naturally or more comfortably and like let it like sit in my body. Mm-hmm. Um which is why also like I've been trying to now um, take more dance classes. I feel like, you know, you get stuck doing something, the same thing so long. Then you kind of like think like, OK, what do I want to do after I'm done doing ballet? Or even then it's like, what would be something fun to do to like switch it up? You know, because mm. you can get stuck just like doing the same thing. And then you kind of feel like you do kind of become a robot or forget yeah. ways that you can move, ways that you want to move, but you never, you know, right, tried yeah. it. Um, yeah, you just need like a break from it. Yeah, a break from it. And yeah. it's fun. You know, it's really exciting. Um, I went to like a tap class on Tuesday for the first time. And it was nice. like being like it was the feeling I had almost in my first dance class. It was like, mm. oh, this is fun. Like, I, you know, I felt, <laughs> and I felt like and it was like a bunch of, you know, moms and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt like a child in there because also I was just so excited. I was just like I just kept like tapping my feet. I didn't know that was, I was late. And mm. the teacher was trying to like tell everybody stuff because they had like a routine they already knew and i'm like i'm being so disruptive or distracting (laughs) but it's like i I can't (laughs) stop (laughs) i can't stop like oh this is why um i was was actually in uh i took they in elementary school they made us for like a day take tap mm -hmm. uh, like a tap session or something Mm -hmm. like that and like i was so good that they put me in the front it's like everybody look at him yeah the way he's doing i was like okay (laughs) (laughs) And, and you know it's funny how you have those moments where you I feel like if you look back at hindsight, that's when you, even if that's something that you don't do right now, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, like, that's just something that you, you know, you felt like you really enjoyed it. And it kind of like, like resonated with your soul and like, you just were like, yeah, this is it. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, I remember. It's like you're um, in tune. You're, yeah, you become so in tune. And it's, I don't know, just, it's like, it's like in that moment, it's like, that was the right thing for <laughs> yeah. you at the time. Like yeah. I, um, in like elementary school, you know, they have like these Christmas like recitals or whatever they mm-hmm. want it fun. Like, you know, and so um, uh, we were singing Someday at Christmas mm-hmm. and it was just like a group of like my fourth grade class. And so my teacher was like, who is that like singing loud like that? And they were like, it's Bilal. And then I was like, yeah, that's me. I don't know. I just was like feeling I guess that just comes from like, I guess me. And maybe it's like a cancer thing and I didn't really like know anything about like Zodiac signs back then. Yeah. But I feel like, you know, I just feel like I got really in tune with the words of this, uh, you know, someday at Christmas, mm-hmm. you know, there'll be no war and things like that. And, you know, you didn't like Stevie Wonder and you're like, it's Christmas. And it's like, oh, you feeling that, you know, right, so right, right. you try. Well, that's interesting because yeah. like, you say like you wouldn't dance in front of people mm-hmm. when you were little. But like we still all have these moments of like we don't care and then right. we just do. Yeah. You know what I mean? When I'm telling you, when I'm at the club, if the light is, if there's a bunch of light on, I can't. 
Right. But if there's no light in the club. Even to this day? To this day. I can kind of <laughs> like, maybe I can, but it's like, oh my gosh, like say at a wedding, they, everybody's like, because they know I'm the dancer. They like, get in the middle. I'm like, I can't do it. Yeah. It's like, I don't need to be put on the spot. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I already go on stage and I do that. Right. You know, right, and that's right. kind of like by choice. But it's like, I kind of, I just want to do my own thing. You yeah. know, it's like, even when someone like comes up and tries to dance with me at the club, I'm like, okay, cool. But also like, I'm in my like own little world, mm. you know? And I feel yeah. like, Going back to even childhood, it's like I being like the only boy and just like, you know, I always was trying to like escape into my own world. Yeah. Just to, you know, be myself. But, you know, like enjoying, I don't know, my imagination and, mm-hmm. you know, trying to tr- like trying to transport, my, transport myself to a different place to escape what may have been going on in my household or what had been like going on in my neighborhood or whatever the case may be, you know, it's just, you know, whether it's with my dolls or with the Disney princess movies that I was watching, it was Mm -hmm. just like, you know, it just made me feel like happy. So I was like, I want to stay there. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's, um, all, that's what we're all trying to achieve. <laughs> yeah, you know, and so, you know, you, and, that, and obviously that child is with you always. So, uh-huh. you know, it's like you have to kind of always kind of go back to that and remember that and just. Yeah, know, yeah, especially that. with dance, right? You know. I mean, you got to have a childhood, like you, living inside uh, you. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You got to keep that inner child, that inner imagination like alive and just like, you know, fed constantly. And I feel like the more you <laughs> tap into that, the more you like don't care. Are you aware of that? Of like your inner child and stuff like that? Yeah, I am. I, you know, and I think the more that I try to um, keep him in mind, Mm -hmm. I think, you know, I do well or I, 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 I am thinking about, myself mm. yeah i don't know it's like you can't forget about that person because that person is who innately like who you are still and it is the reason why you are where you are today yeah you know yeah and i and I, you know I've, i guess that's a good reminder too yeah like if uh when you're going through that i just can't get this mm-hmm. like uh, i'm stiff mm-hmm. like i'm just mm-hmm. having fun mm-hmm. you gotta remember your inner child. yeah yeah because I feel like a lot of the things that you're doing as an adult, you're doing for that person. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. because, you know, as as you got older, like you kept, I don't know, it's like you had a vision of like what you wanted your life to be. And I don't know, it's like everything that you like today is based off of like that person yeah. that you were right. that is still with you, you know. And I think that when we we act out, we're upset, it really is like, you know, the inner child saying like, hey, I need a little attention or right. love or I'm frustrated or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? Um, Do you find yourself in, uh, in those spots a lot? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you've like, you gotta dance it out. Yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if I want to say, uh, I want to, I, I want to think I want to rephrase that. Like, uh, do you find yourself in those moments, just in those moments? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then like, what, what do you do just to get yourself out of that? Yeah, you know, because sometimes I find myself like you guys got to sit in it. You know? <laughs> I don't know. OK, so this is so there was a reel I saw on Instagram and I think it was someone asking Angelina Jolie, like, what do you what's your advice for someone who's going through a rough time? Mm-hmm. And then like and she was just like, you just have to go through it. Mm. You know, it's like pain and frustration and like storms like that stuff is not easy to go through but it's like 
the Lotus, you know, like um, Tina Turner, you know, I call my, I think of myself as kind of like, like kind of Buddhist, but like not really, but very much like spiritual. And, you know, like the Lotus is a flower that grows through the mud, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, like we didn't have the same upbringings or same like privileges or, you know, uh, just like opportunities, a lot of people growing mm-hmm. up, wherever we come from, you know, and it's like, you had to really get it out the mud. That's a term that we use, you know, it's like, yeah. I'm, you know, we got out the mud and I think that like going back to, you know, the, um, the Lotus Sutra is just like, you know, everything that like you go through in life is like meant for you to go through and it's for your highest good, you know, for you to become the person that you are today, you know, it's yeah, like yeah. nothing, again, the Lotus like, is a flower that blooms from mud. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, so all that mud packed on top of that flower, you know, that seed is for this beautiful thing to arise. To, yeah, you know, yeah. the phoenix rises from the ashes, you know, it's like, well, it had to burn first, you know? So mm-hmm. I think that- um, It's definitely true, man. You just have to kind of like go through those things. And I think like, I, fig- I figured I would, like we would talk about this as like, but like 2020, mm-hmm. you know, for a lot of people was like a really muddy time. Yeah. and. Um, you know, I'm a very emotional person and um, very like empathic person. And um, that was a really difficult time for me emotionally, mm-hmm. you know, to be away from my family, to uh, collectively be seeing what was going on in the world and to kind of not be doing the thing that honestly I feel has saved my life to this very day. Yeah, You know, to not be dancing, to not be around people. Mm-hmm. And obviously I, at times can be very shy and then all of a sudden I can be very open. Mm-hmm. So I share, I feel the energy of both the introvert and the extrovert, mm-hmm. but just not being around or being able to see friends and family and talk to them and be like face to face, like that was difficult. And so mm-hmm. on the other side of that, it was a time that was needed to like go inward, mm-hmm. you know? And I think from that moment on, I really had to like go deep down and like yeah. dig up a bunch of shit can i call it did can that we take a while from like yeah you could. okay <laughs> you know I just it's like, encouraged I had, to, I had to dig up a bunch of shit that i was not really facing or addressing mm. because we honestly were just like going on like autopilot i feel like yeah you know yeah i never I, I felt like i had never gotten so like in touch with myself until that time mm. um interesting and like, then after that it just like continued to roll on yeah like a roller coaster yeah, 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 yeah. and i just kept digging and digging and mm. like uprooting things from my past and healing healing i was really healing you know and, yeah. and again like who 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 would have known that we needed a whole freaking global pandemic to happen for us mm-hmm. to start healing yeah I know. you know and and like individually and collectively yeah yeah, yeah. i mean it, it, with 2020 you either yeah, go inward and mm-hmm. then start to heal all these things. Yeah. Uh, and then the other part is people have to go through the bad times yeah. during that time. Yeah. And uh, start to reevaluate their lives. And their lives. And their partners. Like, their partners, <laughs> their friendships, like yeah. all types of relationships, you know, were tested and had to like, you know, I don't know, be investigated. Yeah. What and, kind of things did you do to, to heal? Like, was it? Okay. Well, it started off like, the stuff that's not really good for you but it's like you know it's part of the process so like i ate a lot of batch food Mm -hmm. and i gained a lot of weight and just watched a lot of like uh tv Mm -hmm. um but also very like healing tv that i had watched before the pandemic had started like 
Queer Eye, you know, the show, but mm-hmm. like makeovers and just like also like really getting in touch with like people and like what they're going through and how to like help them heal to be a better version of themselves. Right. Um, right. And just like, I don't know, just a lot of like different shows. My sleep schedule was like off the rails. Like <laughs> yeah, it didn't but... exist. Like I was up from like 12 or like eight at night to like eight in the morning some days. Damn. It was rough. And so, um, and then I started to experience like, you know, the outward manifestation or like inward mm-hmm. manifestation of like what I was actually doing to myself. Mm, so I started having like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I started, so I started having like panic attacks or like, you know, mm-hmm. like I remember like being, trying to pray one night and like, I couldn't like quiet my mind. Mm-hmm. Like I just kept having all these thoughts. I was like, oh my God, like what's happening? Or like, I was just so fearful of like everything that was going on. It's like, again, like it also was a time where I'm living in the South and I'm from Baltimore and I never felt more like I lived in the South until that time. I was right. like, is someone going to see me at a protest and then like follow me home and just like kidnap me in the middle of the night and just like, that's it. Yeah. You know, it was like, <laughs> and that, but that's just like also just the type of imagination that I have that it just kind of like went wild. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I, I was a RA at a summer program in New York. It's like a dance program. And I saw this girl like out of nowhere, just like run down the hallway, like, mm crying hysterically mm. and i think someone said like or she had said like oh i have like panic attacks sometimes mm. and so then that happened in like 2018 so then like that night i was like uh, wow this is what that is yeah you know mm-hmm. and it's like your body just like saying like it is overwhelmed and it needs yeah it's almost like you're looking at your yourself from the third yeah view or something yeah like that. It was crazy. So, um, so after, so I reached out to friends and I even had like people who I didn't really know that well, who I was like talking to like on Instagram and, um, and even texting friends of mine, co-workers at the end, in the middle of the night being like, just breathe. You're going to be fine. Just like take a deep breath. And so you made um, it a point to reach out. Yeah. 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 And, um, cause I was like, I'm, I'm like struggling right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, any kind of like meditations yeah 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 so a friend of mine was like oh you can there's this like you know meditation i do or like you can play this like you know these beats or this music and it'll help you go to sleep and it did help um and i think that that was just like the beginning of it then i um honestly like you know the internet is like a very helpful place at the time and i think that all like the universe and like spirit gods like came to like assist me in that moment because um there was a teacher that I had in New York, a name Kareem planted it, and she um, is a Buddhist, but she also came when I was training at the Dance Theater of Harlem. Mm-hmm. She um, taught us like dance and like theater and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, but anyway, you know, it's like one of those things where you like have friends on Instagram that you don't know you have, and right. then you know, someone goes live and you're like, wait, who's this? And then you click on it, I was like, oh, I know her. And mm-hmm. so, she would do these Wednesday, like midweek, midday meditations. Mm. And I caught it like at the tail end of it, but then I think it was saved. So then I like joined in. Nice. And so then every time I would see it on the Instagram, I would join or I would just like watch it after. So I, I really started, you know, meditating more. Was that hard at first? You know, it wasn't really that hard. It was really? almost one of those things where I was just like, oh, like I could have been doing this for the longest time. I don't know why I wasn't doing it. Yeah. You know, it was one of those things where like, People um, usually have a hard time with it at first, though. Like, yeah. like their minds just going, it's like, I can't. Yeah, quiet but it you down. know, it was like her voice. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. I feel like with the pendant, like the meditations I do, it has a lot to do with the person's voice. 
if yeah, like it's guided not really, meditations. Yeah, 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 the guided meditation. It's like not soothing to me. I can't. Sometimes mm. it's just like it, now that is like hard. I'm like, ooh, you're not really calming me down. <laughs> it's not working. Um, but it's just like maybe it was just like just her like motherly like energy. I don't mm. know. It's just like I just yeah. I, you Something know it, it, it really just like kind of was a vibe. And so that started, and then I was like, I got to get the hell out of Raleigh too. So then I mm. um, visited um, a former dance of the company, a friend of mine. Um, and his um, girlfriend or fiance, I can't remember if they were already in Keach. But anyway, I went to go visit them in, Long in, in Rhode Island mm. and I stayed with them for like two weeks. I just needed to get away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then I came. And I think it's important to get away. Yeah, it was, it, it was like, I, I, like I needed like to escape. So I mm. uh, went there and I would take class and stuff. Um, Cause at that time everything was on Zoom, so we were taking class at home. Yeah, I like ordered a ballet bar to get shipped nice. to their place, and I would like take it out. out um, I would take it and do class like outside. Nice. Um, cause they had like a little back patio, so mm -hmm. I found ways to kind of like just like let myself like be free and kind of like That's uh, go yeah. on like this like journey of like self uh, rediscovery yeah. almost. Yeah, and, um, pretty healing. much. Um, and so I just really leaned into like the meditations in the morning and mm -hmm. at night and um yeah and just finding like you know a lot, and I, then like another friend of mine uh from work was put put me on to like Abraham Hicks and um she's uh just I don't know I would say like she's like a, I don't I don't really know what to say about her but she just Is talks it? a lot about like the universe and metaphysical and just like okay. manifestation and just like affirming and just like knowing that like you can create your reality basically that type yeah. of like yeah um, law of attraction kind of thing yeah law of attraction so this was like listen to a lot of that but then also there's this woman named christina lopes mm -hmm. on youtube who really delved and i really related to her because she, while she talked about like your chakras and things mm -hmm. being out of alignment she also made the connection between your chakras and like you being like disempowered mm -hmm. empath or like why you know the reason why you choose the type of people in your life is because of this experiences that you had as a child and mm -hmm. then that you know created this type of like personality trait about you and the type of people that you're it's like it just yeah really just like over my mind and then like even uh, recently let me ask you this okay me. so between that person and the other person you were talking about uh do you feel like they came into your life at the perfect time oh yeah okay cool all of it not me not just me then no 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 because <laughs> like, all, all of it came yeah. into my life at like the like perfect time yeah like, it couldn't have been more because like i got into like less brown like mm -hmm. motivational speaker mm -hmm. and stuff like that because i needed to like i needed to you know yeah keep that motivation of yes. like, dreaming and yes. stuff like that and then you got like et eric mm -hmm. thomas okay like, motivational speaker of you know, keep going, keep digging. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like those things like just came into my life perfectly. Mm -hmm. yeah. it, it, and I, I mean, yeah, it was like, uh, it was a, so divinely yeah. purposed for it to happen how it did. Uh, and um, so she taught you, uh, she she's really the per the last person you mentioned. I forget her name. Uh, Christina Lopes. Yeah. So she, yes. she's the one that really got you starting to heal. Yeah, honestly, and I mean, like it. That's interesting because you went from meditation to prep yourself. Yeah, to now healing. Yeah, and like next and step. It was. It was yes, and it's like you're not ready until you're ready. Yeah, and it, yeah. you have to just kind of like slowly ease into it. I don't know, and so, um, it was. It was like that, and and I mean, again, she had like just like these long videos about like, you know, uh 
if you're an empath of like you, these are the type of people like, oh, like um, if you attract a lot of narcissists, this is why. And like, this is ways that you can stop these, like these cycles and stuff like that. I'm just mm -hmm. like, what? <laughs> and you know, and like, this has to do with like your relationship with your mother or this has to do with your relationship with your father. I'm like, mm -hmm. what? This is crazy. <laughs> but it was like, oh, wow. You know, and from that, I even, would, I even went, I mean, she even had like these like energy upgrades and downloads and things like that, that like really, like really, I don't know, just like I felt deeply in my body. Yeah. Um, but even this past week, I was like looking in a like journal or like a notebook that I took that I had and I would like write down all these notes because like I was really like interested in it. I was like, oh, this is like good. Like I need to do this. Mm. You know, it's like I had also and this is like, I guess at this point, it's like. 2020 2021 mm -hmm. as i'm like still following these people's and these people and like um looking at these videos on youtube and then i started therapy um mm -hmm. like like uh because you keep i got kept getting ads for like talk space and like better help and stuff like that gotcha. so i started doing that which is also very very beneficial mm -hmm. um uh let me ask you uh this about not just therapy but you know before that before you uh, mm -hmm. started doing therapy uh, did you find yourself when she was talking about all the the things like of, of healing mm -hmm. uh, your past? Uh, did you find yourself surprised by the the things that she said? And was like, oh, I didn't even think that that was a thing that I needed to heal. Mm -hmm. You know, did that ever come to play, or was it just always there and like all these things that you really you know? It, yeah, there were moments where I would be like, oh, that makes sense. Like mm -hmm. seeing, you know the dynamics between my parents oh that's why you know i act this way in relationships you know or mm. like you know this is why i like put up with like xyz mm -hmm. you know because oh i don't want to be abandoned or whatever you know so it's yeah. like oh, okay but it's like I, it's it was the hard part i feel like was to like not take the blame because obviously i'm the one who's like doing the stuff mm -hmm. you know had been doing these things but also learning to like forgive yourself mm. you yeah, know i feel like the forgiveness part is like forgiving yourself because like you only doing what you felt you knew was the yeah. right thing to do at the time not just yourself too but like and like your parents kind of what you're saying but like your yeah your parents too but mm -hmm. your inner child yeah yeah inner child i mean you know it's mm -hmm. like and also um and I, I also i couldn't like say any of this without bringing up this uh ricky healer who um used to work with the ballet her mm -hmm. name was sophie and she would come to the studio like maybe once a week and do reiki and then mm. during the pandemic like i had reached out to her and so then we would do like facetime like reiki sessions and nice. it was very helpful and like i would go to her whenever i was struggling especially with any type of like relationship mm -hmm. uh dynamics with like a friend or romantic partner or anything like that um but yeah, you know, she gave me so much knowledge about, um, you know, she was just like, like clearing, therapist. just like, huh? She was almost like your therapist. Yeah, you know, just like <laughs> clearing your space and like clearing your energy, and mm -hmm. also just knowing that, like, you know, you can't. Your work is no is your someone else. The work that someone else needs to do, like, say, like you have a friend, you feel like, oh, you need to like work on this, you mm -hmm. work on that. We always want to like try to help people, but it's like their work is their work. Sure. You can't do that for them. Right. Like your work is your work. You have to like stay focused on you. Um, mm -hmm. and, but because it's like if some like again, like if you keep trying to do someone else's work for them, what will they get from it? 
Yeah, nothing. Nothing, because like they actually <laughs> have to go, like you are, we are where we are today because we actually went through it. They have to go through it as well. Yeah. And you can point them to the right people, mm-hmm. but you can't make them do the work. Right. And also people are not ready until they're ready. That's hard sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, come on. Yeah, come on. Like, what are you doing? I'm trying to help you. Uh. <laughs> right. But, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, and, I, and, and, and it led me to like, regardless of whether it like, like did anything or if I felt like it was going to go anywhere like i had like conversations with my mom mm. on, on the phone like hey i just want to talk to you about that's these a big things. step you know and I, we have a really good relationship you know um like from even before yeah okay. you know i mean like this is i mean my mother like i'm i don't yeah. know it's just like while everyone goes to their own thing it's like my mom is just like my biggest cheerleader to the point where like that's sometimes good. i'm like annoyed by it you yeah, know with those yeah, things yeah. like she's posting about something on facebook <laughs> that, you know like i'm just like that's take that down <laughs> don't post that but um no i love her so much and you know did she receive her well she received i mean like she we were like crying and like i even oh. like spoke to just like i know obviously like i was very aware mm-hmm. and it and was there a lot through most of like i guess my life with her and sure. seeing the things that she went through um, as I was growing up and being like, you know, yeah, like that wasn't cool. Or like, you know, mm-hmm. you didn't deserve that. And just speaking to that and also knowing from like the work that I was doing on myself that like, look, that came from like your childhood, you know? Mm-hmm. And I know also just like not knowing every like in and out and every single detail, but knowing that like, you know, like, you know, you had people that weren't there for you maybe. And that's why mm-hmm. you are, you acted like this. And like, you know, it's like, and also her receiving being like, you know, yeah, I'm sorry that I did this. I'm sorry that I wasn't there in this moment or whatever. And it's like, but I already, you know, for, forgive her for that or like just know that it's not personal. Because, again, people forget that parents are still people who yeah. don't get a handbook or right. like a, a, a <laughs> lesson to like how to be parents. And also they are still the children who have grown up. Figuring out life. No, I mean, I guess no one gets a handbook and like you know a seminar on how to like live life on Earth. Yeah. When we come here, especially like when immigrant parents and stuff. Yeah, like you my, know, my parents were immigrants and they were trying to be American while I was trying to be American. Mm-hmm. And everyone didn't know what they were doing, mm-hmm. and there was just a lot of hectic and a lot yeah. of healing that needed to happen. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everybody's just like a product of their own like upbringing and conditioning, and just like I wish we could like figure that out. Or yes, like, yes. But it maybe it has to do with like the the frontal lobe not fully developed. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like you. If it's the frontal lobe, I don't know. I feel, I feel, it's almost like you know. At some point, obviously, like you come into this world, you're born, and you like grow, and you kind of conscious but then like when you get older you really become conscious yeah more conscious and more conscious and more conscious and you like think like wow yeah something is not right <laughs> you know <laughs> i like you have to like do better you know? yeah, and yeah. so um start to see all these things yeah and then like i don't know if you've experimented with uh, uh, medicine as far as like shrooms or DMT. you know what i've thought about it and uh like at a time Back in like maybe like 2021 or something like that, I was like, you know, I don't think I want to do it, but I do want to try it. Obviously, once, um, but I was like, I need someone there before I like try. Yeah. And the only and obviously like different things, different experiences. But the only time I've like, I, obviously it's not the same thing. So I'm gonna get like bring it up, but like I tried like the gummy ones, and that was like the horrible, most deaf. Death defined, not even death defined. It was just like I felt like I was going to die. Wow. Oh, like I didn't feel like I was going to die, but I was like, 
Wow. What were you doing? Like, are you out in public? Literally, I was with a friend of mine, and he was like, oh, you want to try this, like, Delta 8 gummy? And I was like, sure, yeah, like, I'm probably not going to feel anything. And, you know, very naive. And then I, like, took it. He's like, yeah, like, it's going to hit you probably, like, in, like, 15 minutes or something like that. And I was like, okay. And I was like, I don't feel anything. We'll watch the movie. Then all of a sudden, I was like, I heard a voice in my head literally saying, like, you're about to fucking trip out. Get ready. Right. Yes. And I was like. And all of a sudden, like, my, like, <laughs> head just, like, was, like, ping. And I was, like, oh, fuck. And I was, like, looking at my hand. And I was, like, what is wrong And I just, like, was, like, oh, shit, oh, shit. I just kept saying that. And then I was just, like, yo. Man. And then the next day, I was, like, am I going to be the same? All right. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I said when I was, I had my medicine. Here. I was, like, am I gonna, is my life, am I going to be, like, thinking like this? Am I going to hear these, like, not even voices, but I just, like, kept, like, honestly, it was, like, the psychosis. I was just, like, in my head, like, in my head so much being, like, am I going to feel like this forever? Yeah. Do I need to, like, check myself in. Right. To the <laughs> I was, like, what's going on? And then I felt, like, okay. Right. Yeah, so, like, like, when I, uh, when I did my shroom, I, I had another thing when I did my shroom. Anything. But but when when you have to do it like with intention, right, 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 like, right. Uh, don't do it just to do it. Do it with intention. Like what the question do you want answered? For right. me, when I did my session, I was like, "What is freedom?" Mm-hmm. I didn't know what freedom was. I felt like I was in jail or something. Mm-hmm. Like and uh, so when I did it, my shroom trip was the most shrooms I've ever taken. Taken, and it was, uh, and so it lasted for seven hours. Which is crazy. Like my hair was like got electrocuted by the end of it. I was I had a rebirth. Is what you call it. Oh, <laughs> seven like, hours. Uh, you know, I was like a bird at one point. I was inside my nervous system, and then like another point, I experienced what like a true soul felt like. Like I was a plasmic energy soul, no body, and I was. It was like you know what it was. It was like the genie in Aladdin when he first came out. That's what it felt like. I was like, woohoo, running around. <laughs> and it's like, whoa, man. And after when I was coming down from it, I was like, I was talking to my shaman. I just know my shaman, but a guy, mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I don't How do you live life after this? And I, she's like, that's why we talk about it at free sessions afterwards. Yeah. So how did you feel? How do you feel now after doing that? feels great Mm -hmm. yeah i still think about that session every single day every time Mm -hmm. and that was like three years ago or something wow Um, but like my trip is when i like got introduced to my ancestors and stuff like that Uh, and like i was was, i've told this story before but Mm -hmm. i'll tell it again um so i was i did dnt and i was in i like astral projected Mm -hmm. to my ancestors and and it wasn't just like one where are you from venezuela well, okay my family's from venezuela okay yeah i was born here okay uh first generation okay uh mm-hmm. but uh yeah so i was in the village and i see the huts people running around the common area fireplace and people were excited they were looking at me because i was there and so we got uh and i was talking to the shaman in front of me and uh he was speaking his native tongue mm-hmm. um didn't understand what he was saying, but mm-hmm. I, I didn't know what he was saying, but I understood what he was saying. But he was saying, everything is you. The, the grass, the trees, the water, everything is you. And then like a stone staircase popped up in front of us and then it crumbled to the ground. And he's like, even when things fall like this, it's okay because that's a part of you. So 
<laughs> that is crazy. Okay, can I tell you that that just sounds like a regular dream that come, will happen to me on a random like oh, yeah. night during the week. <laughs> you know, it's it's but it's so crazy. But it, but it's like it's not crazy because like that is so true. And like depending on the like, movies that you watch and like what the movie is about or like you know whatever, it's like or even like a meditation or I don't know. It's like you know when we come into these bodies, we're coming from everything that is already there yeah and then when we leave these bodies we are going back to that mm -hmm. and then if we come back you know we're, again we're so connected to everything and i feel like mm -hmm. you know just like you know it's one of those things like we we're talking about like oh you want to help people it's like i wish that everybody just would like realize that they're like we're a part of everything and everything yeah. is us and like you know for real <laughs> who gives a fuck about like how many likes you have on a post or yeah. whatever, you know, it's like, because Patricia doesn't talk to me anymore. You know, it's like, <laughs> okay, no, you know, it's, I, I think like, um, a friend of mine who, um, I like was not a friend of mine. Mm -hmm. And then we connected and got close and became friends and then like fell apart. And we now recently just connected. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I think that relationship, our relationship taught me the most about like how the the meaning of like people in your life for a reason or a season. Oh. You know, it's like everybody has their purpose when they come into your life and they can come back or then, you know, it's like, uh, even, uh, I mean, um, the Ricky Hill Sophie, she, she introduced me to this uh, story about the little soul and the sun. Um, uh, or maybe it's just called a little soul. But anyway, it's like a, a a little story, and you can like find it on YouTube. And it's basically like you know we make these agreements with people, or these souls that we um, meet before you know we um, come here into these physical bodies. Um, and it's like okay, we are going to teach me about patience, or you're going to teach me about um, forgiveness. Like and maybe it's because like you know okay, so in life before like you agreed like okay you're gonna in this next life you're gonna hurt me and it's gonna teach me about like forgiveness or mm -hmm. how to like you know love or whatever you yeah. know so it's like i feel like from that relationship you know i became vegan mm -hmm. i you know i really like got into deeply of my spiritual practice but also i connected with someone who again like you you would think that like if someone you don't like at a point in time you would never think like i would ever be friends with them right you know mm -hmm. and i guess like I would say that I was hanging out with someone who they had been hanging out with before in the past, before we were friends. And when I was hanging out with that person, they were talking a lot about them. And I was just like, you know what? I really, you know, think this person is a very handsome person. And honestly, I don't wish them any, like, ill will. Um, his name is Will. Um, <laughs> but, I, um, you know, I, I just think that, like, those, these are the, also, these are the moments when I'm like my truest self. I just thought, let me just message this person on Instagram and be like, hey, you know, I'm with so-and-so and he was talking about you and I just want to say, you know, like, I'm sorry for what I said, like, back in, like, 2018. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, I really do, like, wish you all the best. And I feel like that seed was planted. The God universe saw that was like, and it probably was already me meant to go the way it went, you sure. know, obviously. Mm -hmm. And it was like, all right. And now later, like in 2021, we like became friends and then like, you know, went on that journey. And so, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. yeah. Yeah. I now see people as two different things, mm -hmm. a soul and a body. Yes. After that experience. Yeah. And uh, it made things easier to deal with, mm -hmm. especially like you 
say hey to somebody as they're walking by and they don't answer you, they give you a number. Mm-hmm. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, you, I, I mean, I be talking to myself a lot, and maybe you're just crazy or whatever. But it's like, you know, someone walks by and they go, like, all right, well, guess not, but okay. okay. You know, I say that out loud. You know, <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, it's just like, okay, you know, and obviously, like, every day, like, it's different. Like, sometimes people do something, they really, like, piss you off to the point you're like, in your mind, like, okay, fuck you, whatever. But like, then you're like, hmm. <laughs> Their right. soul. It's just their soul experience. Right. right. It's not. It's like it's not that deep. <laughs> Even though I like want to rip their head off, it's not that deep. Yeah. yeah you know. Yeah. So, and I think I've learned more um, recently. I've gotten back into like reading or like like listening to books. Like I, around that same time when I was like kind of doing all the healing, I like listened to The Power of Now mm-hmm. um, by Eckhart Tolle, and then um, I think I started getting into a lot of podcasts. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Or the other book that I had listened to, but I listened to that. But then recently, the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Mm, someone had I heard about that. Yeah, so a, a person who was like working at the ballet at the time was reading that, and she was like, "Oh, we should read it." And then like I saw um, that, and honestly, I was in a bookstore first, mm-hmm. like recently or a month or two ago, and I was like, "I want all these books," but I was like. I don't want to buy them. So <laughs> let me look them up and see if they're on YouTube. And I was like, they are. So I'm going to listen to it. And so I was listening to that. And he talked about like the feedback loop from hell. And it's just like the loop in your mind where like, say like somebody pisses you off. And then you're like, now you're, you're saying like, oh, I'm so mad that they pissed me off. And now I'm mad that they got me mad. And now yeah. I'm mad that they got me mad. Now that I'm, now I'm mad that they got me mad that. I'm now mad at myself and I'm mad at myself for being mad about them getting me mad. Da, da, da. It's yeah. just like this loop that keeps going. And then you realize like, but wait, I could just not give a fuck because at the end of the day, it's like they are still carrying on with their life. And what, you know, is this adding more time to my life now that I'm sitting here yeah. thinking about this? <laughs> right. Yeah. No, it's not. That's true. So very true. <laughs> I'm like, wait, was it not recording now? Just <laughs> yeah, did, no, just went like, through that. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, just to let everybody know, I uh, the, the I fucked up on the audio, so sorry about that. But we're back. We're back. We're all good. You know what? It is what it is. You know, Lauren Hill. She said this on her uh, unplugged thing. She's like, you know, every I think it was back in like I don't know 2001 or 2002 or something. But she was just saying, you know. You think that every time you, when you're a singer or artist, whatever, you feel like, oh, I have to, you know, I would, she said she would like go and warm up for like hours and hours and hours mm-hmm. and she wouldn't talk all day and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, sometimes it's just like, that don't, that doesn't do anything. Some days it's just like, you're going to get a raspy voice. Yeah. But it's still a voice. Right. It's still a gift. It's still something that I'm going to give to you. Yeah. And if like the heart is there, the intention is there, then this mm-hmm. what it is. So yeah. the heart and the intention is there. So there we here go. we are. Yeah. It's all good. It's, it's all, all good. good intention. All good intentions. <laughs> uh, so let's go back a little bit. Um, right. Because we really, uh, one thing I'm enjoying about this is that we went from like, all right, who are you? Yeah. What do you do? What have you gone through? Tell me your healing practices. Let's talk about, <laughs> you know, our med- plant medicine Journeys. journeys and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, it's it's fun. I Which like in a nutshell is like who I am, who we are as people. Right. It's not just like this one thing. Yeah, yeah. Which I, I, like. I find myself connecting with people who are more uh, spiritual, on mm-hmm. the spiritual realm. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in a way that you said you were. Yeah. Well, and stuff like that. So yeah. It's fun to talk about. We try. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think we left off where you uh, just got into the ballet. No. 
Uh, you, you first taking classes. Okay, back to ballet. <laughs> All right, so yes. Yeah. So so you were taking classes in ballet. I was I getting ready to audition for Baltimore School of the Arts yeah. while I was auditioning. The whole process, the workshop, all that stuff, mm -hmm. and then um, it was a school. It was it's a, so it was school. high school, right? So, right. so all four years. So all four. Well, I did an extra year because I was fucking up. Okay, um, math was not my thing. Oof. And once, honestly, it's like, look, I was just trying to get away from the neighborhood knuckleheads, uh -huh. whatever, who were gonna beat my who would beat my ass, chase me home. Yeah, throughout. Elementary, middle school. Oh, did you get that? You got you got that through? Uh, I didn't know that. That happened to me. Yeah. Well, because, you know, I was different. I was gay, you know, but. Oh, that's the reason why? That was mainly the reason why. Yeah. I mean, or maybe they liked me and they were hating themselves. I mean, as you get older, <laughs> you realize, like, it was a lot of things. Like, they probably were a little gay, too, or yeah, yeah. were like, oh, he's being something that's so, like, mm. not what everybody else is being. So yeah. we need to, like, hate on that. Mm. And, I mean, and then that takes us. I mean, we could talk about, like, the, you know. We all black, but now I'm gay, so we hating on me, but we black. Yeah. So we gotta like, we should be like loving each other because like we're all in this together because we all black. Yeah, yeah. And it's like also just like self hate. It's like because mm -hmm. again, I mean, patriarchy affects I feel like everybody, and like the toxic like masculinity affects everybody. Not, you know, it's like so, mm -hmm. um, it affects us because we're taught that we have to be a certain way. Mm -hmm. You know, we can't show softness or vulnerability or love in these ways because then that's wrong it's like yeah. gay or is you know all these things that it, sh it just isn't it's just love it's just people being who they truly are to mm -hmm. the core to yeah. their heart um so anyway tried to get away was doing my best to get away from that so i was like all right this might be the place for me mm -hmm. and so i go and i do these workshops and um you know i was getting rides there from like some cousins of mine the last workshop um, day, they like say like come down and we'll get you like a CD for the audition, and it was like five dollars. And I was like, I probably could have got it from my cousin, but I didn't have it, and I didn't feel like waiting. So I was like, all right, let's just jet, let's go. Mm -hmm. So I told my mom I need music. She had a friend at the time who like would burn CDs for her, so she burned me a CD and gave it to me the morning of my audition from the Blade soundtrack. Hmm. Um, I can't tell you what it is but if i look it up i'm sure i can find it yeah anyway so she got me that music she got me a pair of tights um so I, on the day of the audition i wore a pair of tights with some socks that i got from old navy and mm -hmm. a white tank top and i had braids at the time and um i had this little like kind of like a little like pin well, it wasn't a pin it was like a like a little metal like plate like those like little chains that they wear like the the soldiers have oh but yeah, mine yeah was yeah. just like just like like silver and it had like a little um breast cancer like ribbon like okay embedded into it yeah because um i had my grandmother had passed away in 2001 i believe from gotcha. cancer so i was just like that's you know i kissed it and i put it on the ground and i did my little solo mm. and i kind of like did the solo but then i also just kind of like did random shit right. like i started just doing all so they had us downstairs in this one studio watching mm. everybody do like everybody was like allowed to like run through their pieces so i'm just watching people i'm just like i'm gonna do that i saw this girl do <laughs> <laughs> I, saw, <laughs> Damn. I was like i saw this girl out. do some little like back then thing i was like i'm putting that in mind <laughs> without even trying it without or even trying i was just like i'm doing that damn i so i'm telling you i was like look this is my fucking moment anyway so we go upstairs were you nervous i was kind of nervous yeah but 
I, I mean, like, with that mentality, I feel like you were. With that mentality, I was like, you know what? I don't know. It's crazy. Like, who the fuck did I think I was? I was like, I'm just about to be, I'm me. I'm like, dude. And sometimes when you nervous, you just do anything. Yeah. So, yeah. but something kicked, something took over me and I was like, yeah, I'm doing that. You know, I was nervous. I was like, I really wanted it. And so, um, anyway, I go upstairs, you know, I kiss my little uh, necklace thing, put it on the ground and mm-hmm. I start my solo. And I kind of like started the way that it was taught to us. And then, I just started doing like anything mm-hmm. that they had taught us in the workshops. So I started doing some random ass shot saves across the floor. They didn't teach us that in the solo, but I did it. Yeah. And then I did the little thing that I saw the girl do downstairs and pushed up from the floor. And and anyway, they were like, "All right." I mean, when it comes down to that kind of thing, if it's it's basically you're just feeling the music. I'm just feeling it. I was I was in my zone, so yeah. I was just doing whatever, and they loved it because they were like, "Can you come back tomorrow for the callbacks?" And I was like, "Okay." Nice. And then. A teacher of mine who, like, I love and still keep in touch with, he was there. I didn't know him at the time, obviously, because I was just auditioning. His name is uh, Anton Wilson. Mm. Um, he came to me. He's like, you need a dance belt. No, you need, like, to wear some, like, tighter underwear because I had boxes on mm. and, like, just can't be distracting like that. So right, right. Um, he told me that. And then I came back the next day for the callbacks. Um, but, I mean, the whole process, I was like, wow, this is beautiful. I'm, like, watching these, like, a, a team, like, these, like, high schoolers. And because I'm like at the time in eighth grade, I'm watching these high schoolers like help demonstrate um, for the audition. Yeah. And they're doing, you know, all these combinations. I'm just like trying to do what they asked me to do. But also I'm like watching. I'm just like, these women are beautiful. Mm. These girls are beautiful. Um, So it sounds like you pick up things just from looking. Yes. I'm very yeah. visual learner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is why. Sometimes when it got to the school part, the math and all that, it was just like, nah, yeah, yeah. it wasn't hitting it wasn't, yeah. with the autistic side of the brain yeah. that I feel like <laughs> is was really like getting me through life. Right. Um, so did that and then had to wait like two weeks. And I, so then I got, I remember it was like a Sunday. I think my dad was home watching a football game. My mom it was at work. I think my sisters were with her. My younger sisters were at home. I kept checking the mail, kept checking the mail. Mm. And... I like went to the mail. I think it was like maybe like February something or whatever. Anyway, so I go to the mailbox. I get it. It says Baltimore School of the Arts. It's like a little envelope. Maybe it was like a big thing. Anyway, I think it was like a little envelope. I'm like pressing against the envelope trying to see like what it says. Yeah, yeah. Because I know it's like it's the letter to tell you like, are you? You could just open it. I could just open it. I was like, I was scared. I was like, oh shit. So I was like, okay. I was like, it looked like it say accepted. I don't know. Anyway, so I'm like, I opened it up. And I literally look and it's like, you have been accepted to the Baltimore School of the Arts. And I literally just start crying. And I go to my dad's room and I, I was definitely was like, not, he, I, he couldn't hear anything. I was in, but I was like, oh, you accepted to the school. And I call my mom and like, I just hear in the background like crying. And so that was it. There you go. Got accepted to the school. Went there in August of 2007. Were you like in your element? Oh, when I you mean. Got there? Well, it took me a while, but I was in my element for sure. Okay. Like, you know, I think like it was one of those things that like a sponge, I just like soaked it all up mm. or, you know, like a leech. I just like latched onto it. I was like, oh, this is for me. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think it really hit me like the very first day of school or week of the school. Um, so like if you're a freshman, sophomore, you start, you have ballet classes and dance classes first. And then 12 o'clock to one, you have lunch and then your academics is the rest of the day till like 410. Oh, I gotcha. Um, so once you're done with the academics, you go, obviously you go back to the dance department. It's kind of like Hogwarts, you know, you have your like little areas, um, that each department goes to. So I went back to the dance department and I'm watching them in like a modern class and they're like, just mm-hmm. like sweating and, and they're leotards and they just like look so like beautiful and they're like holding like these like balances, like 
it's called like a toxic balance, but they're just like holding it like, like a little hinge on the floor. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, this is what I'm going to do with my life. Like, I think it just hit me in that moment. That and from moment, then on, was, that was all she wrote. Yeah. Interesting. And now we're here. Wow. Mm-hmm. So it, uh, from what, are your ga- what I'm gathering is like the reason you love dancing is because of the beauty of it. Yes. Yes. I would say that I didn't find myself that beautiful mm-hmm. until I became a dancer. And now I feel so beautiful. Mm. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. You know, and and again, like you're young, you know, people see you, you don't see yourself right. sometimes. So it's like, I'm sure people thought I was beautiful. Sure. Yeah. All for, for back then. But like I didn't really see it. Yeah. And then and I think you are the more, yeah, most and, important. Right. You got to love yourself. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. It's just like, yeah, it's like it gives you like a sense of like. It, it give, I mean, yeah, it really just gives you so much, you know, and at, at that age, it's like hard because you are like just kind of like uh, hitting puberty and growing up and like dealing with like your emotions and shit like that. So it is kind of yeah. a crazy like thing to kind of get into. Mm-hmm. But it does teach you a lot about like hard work and dedication and discipline, discipline. I mean, not even like especially dancers like yeah it's not just about the dance part of it that you mm. have to be disciplined but it's outside as well too. yeah like, it's like, like nutrition and yeah all and just like i mean and again like that part i guess didn't really like well i don't know yeah it didn't really seem that point to me as like a, a student in high school right. i mean obviously like the girls get it hit with it more yeah and then as, as you get older like you realize that like no like guys get hit with it too and like you have to like really take care of your body and yeah you know it's like it's it's a business in a way it's sad it's not sad but it's like that's the reality of it it's like it's also a business so you Mm -hmm. have to take care of yourself but it's also it's like i think that we think that it's for someone else but we have to realize it is realize that it's about us like how can you dance or work at the highest potential Mm -hmm. Well, it's about like how you take care of your body. I mean, just as a human, like how can you like live your life at your highest potential? And, you know, I think it not I think I know it's like about how you treat yourself mentally, physically, mm-hmm. spiritually and emotionally. You know how you what do you put into your body? Like what are you are watching constantly? What are you eating? What are you drinking? You yeah. know, and um, it's a it's, you know, like you when you're in that environment, in high school you like give up a lot like you don't go to a lot of like you try to and you do sometimes but you don't get to go to like homecomings at, mm-hmm. i mean i didn't know that was like, even a thing in high school but you don't go to a lot of like dances and homecomings and all those things you know it's right. like it's like you should be just like school and home mm-hmm. and like stretching at night and like mm-hmm. you know getting enough sleep um did you were you that type of person that was like going out all the time or something no or you i mean disciplined? Obviously, I had my things where, like, I, like, wandered off and tried to, like, be an adult and be grown. And, yeah. you know, I learned from those experiences. I think just in, like, when it comes to, like, this, like, the lifestyle. And it's not even, like, a lifestyle thing, but it's just, like, as, like, a young gay black man in the city. Mm-hmm. In that area. Because I lived in, like, a really, like, in, like, a gay neighborhood. Okay. You know, for gotcha. a lot of, like, adults around. And, like, and it was, like, downtown, mm-hmm. kind of Baltimore. So, like, they would always say, like, girls, be careful, like, what you're wearing. And it's not like, okay, like, thinking back on this, like, you know, it's, it was more so, like, a protection thing. It's like, you're in, like, where the school is, like, smack dab in, like, the middle of, like, kind of, like, downtown Baltimore. Okay. So, you're, you're like, you're young girls, like, yeah. you know, and not everybody is, like, friendly, you sure. know. And I, I mean, me being, like, young, you know, black gay guys, like, I'm in an area that's, like, you know, a lot of, like, people are, like, kind of, like, on the strip. 
you know, mm. trying to like work hard for the money, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. for like a better word. And so it's like, but also it's like, you know, there are older men approaching, you can, can like approach me and I'm just like, you know, in a way, young development mind, you're like, oh, oh, I feel so like wanted, but it's like, no, like you need to be careful. Like, you know, who you are, <laughs> right, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. um, you know, I learned, I learned quick, like, yeah, this, I have to be careful in, in those ways, but, um, you had to learn quick because of an incident or because just, you know, that knowledge. Uh, I would say both. Okay. I would say both. I would say like, you know, and, and it's like, I had to learn like, okay. And again, that goes back to like a self-love thing. It's like, I feel like I didn't really know like self-love at that age. So I felt like any type of attention was someone loves me. Yeah. yeah you know? Yeah. And I guess like when you're young, you know, you, 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 you want to feel like someone finds you attractive or beautiful or important or whatever. And so like, you know, mm -hmm. I had a lot of lessons to learn at that age and I sure. learned them. And I think to myself, you know, I didn't grow up in the eighties because I could be, I could be dead because like, that was like the height of age. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. just going out there and like doing whatever and not really thinking about it. It's like, mm -hmm. that would have like not, I wouldn't have survived that at that time. Right. So a good thing that I went through the things that I went through and learned how I learned because again, like also no one's like really saying like thinking about like, oh, you know, you need to no no parent, I don't know. It's like, yes, the birds and the bees conversation, no one's really doing that. Mm -hmm. No yeah. one's really having those conversations. Mm -hmm. You know, and so and I mean, again, like parents are just learning. So, you know, I don't really blame them. I just was like, all right, I was young, I was I was in this school in this area. It kinda like was kinda the area, I guess, that you know, kind of, I would find myself in when I got older, but at that time, I didn't know any better. Right. So I made some mistakes, and I don't know. I wouldn't call them mistakes. It's just like I was learning. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So they're mistakes when you're young. They're mistakes when you're young. <laughs> but when you get older, <laughs> they're lessons. They're lessons. So it's like you know, yeah. I was just like learning lessons. Um, gotcha. Okay. But um. So what happened uh, after that? What? What? Hold on. Let me ask you this. Was there a goal in mind? So, yes, back to high school. I mean, that was also about like the high school and the experience and stuff like that. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, it taught me about how to love myself, how to care for myself. But also, I, t I talked a lot to like my teachers about like what I was feeling. And um, anyway, the goal was to, I don't know what the goal was. I feel like at the, the, goal the time, dance. Yeah. The, at the time, I was just like dancing. Um, but I think that as I got older, you know, I was like, okay, I mean, I, I did want to, like, I was thinking to myself, like, okay, I want to do this professionally, like, you know. But, you know, mm. I didn't I didn't know the other ways that I could have, like, really went harder with it. Like, there are people who, like, left high school and, like, went to um, train year-round with these, like, ballet companies, you know, yeah. um, in their schools. Um, I, I Looking back on it in hindsight, like, maybe I should have just did that. Like, I think about it now as I'm older and already professional. I was like, damn, I should have just, like, left the high school and like took and, and went to like the ABT school or like San Francisco Valley school. But it's like, and mm -hmm. I feel like the high school part kind of got in a way of it a lot because like I struggled with the school part. But if it was mm -hmm. like, if I just like skipped that and yeah. went straight into like focusing on dancing, maybe I would be somewhere else. But also it's like, I'm where, I'm where I am now because it's where I'm meant to be. Yeah. Um, and so, and was it like always ballet or were you interested in other kinds of dances? So, 
Yeah, I mean, going back to like the growing that up, could distinguish your goal and stuff. Yeah, right? so going back to like, I, and I guess they never really talk us, talk to us about like career path and like stuff that you can do and yeah. like what you know. Because also it was like it was one of those things where like it was a high school, mm-hmm. so like a lot of people were like, all right, you know, you can go to college for dance, and everybody was right. doing that. But it was like that's just not everybody's journey. Not everybody has that yeah. money, and you don't learn that until you learn that. So mm-hmm. to not digress, but to re, to like get back on track. So sure. I. You know, was thinking like, all right, I'll be a professional dancer. Then every summer I would go somewhere. A couple summers I didn't because like I just failed too many like math classes or like science classes that I need to go to summer school. Yeah. Um, but like I still like found ways to like take class over the summer to like stay in shape. And then um, I like auditioned for colleges like everybody else was doing because mm-hmm. that was what they were like saying like, oh, audition for this school, da da da. Not thinking that like, all right, somebody got to pay for this shit. <laughs> You're right. You know, so um, I auditioned for, and there was some schools that my guidance counselor would say that like I wasn't going to get into because of like my grades. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I'm, I'm going to get into them because I'm going to go there for dance and they're going to want me and they're going to take me. Mm-hmm. So I auditioned for a lot of different schools, um, but universe, uh, Point Park University and Adelphi University really wanted me, but again, like they couldn't take me because of my grades. Mm. Um, but then there was University of North Carolina School for the Arts. Okay. And I knew I had roots and family here because my mother was born here huh. and, her, and her sister and her brother. Um, so I went and auditioned for UNCSA and they offered me, um, they accepted me to the dance program mm-hmm. and they offered me some money, but it just was not enough. Mm-hmm. So I went to community college for a year and was like, all right, I'm going to, you know, go get rid of the core classes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do that. Community. But I'm telling you, that was the worst year of my life. Ugh. But it was the it was, the again, like the shit that I had to like kind of like go through to realize what I really like wanted to do all along. Like uh-huh. I always refer or reference like the Wizard of Oz. It's like she had to go on that journey, whether it's you know, Judy Garland or Diana Ross or whoever. Mm-hmm. It's like they had to go on that journey to kind of like realize the things that they kind of known all along, but they had to experience these things yeah, yeah. for it to like make more sense to them, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I'm at community college, Baltimore City Community College. Um, and I see uh, like a also alumni of the high school, this woman, who is an amazing actress now. Yeah. Um, her name is Moses Ingram, but at the time we call her Monique. Um, but she nice. was in, what is the show? Queen's Gambit. Oh, okay. She was the friend of uh, Harmon, Beth Harmon. And also she was in uh, what is like uh, Obi-Wan. The... Uh... The, the new one that with it, the baby yes it was mandalorian one was, yes 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 it, no it's maybah that or was one of those where it was like oh obi wan like the, the actual show called yes Obi-Wan. the show she was yeah, on yeah, there yeah. oh okay gotcha. the black she's black so <laughs> she's the character the black character gotcha, gotcha. um um so she was on that and um anyway nice. so cool. but at that time like we were those two people that were like all right well she got into i guess she got into like one of her schools or maybe she didn't get to any of her schools i can't remember but mm-hmm. you know i got into a school she got into a school and i'm thinking that's a story and then we but we both didn't have the money to go so yeah. we were like all right let's go to community college we were not friends like that but we knew each other and so seeing her there and her seeing me we just like kind of like came together and we was yeah. like look girl what are we doing here <laughs> yeah. this is crazy all these yeah like why are we class. here with all these muggles you right. know like we're like these artistic type of people that come right. and obviously these other people could have been you know whatever mm. but it's like we're just like what are we doing here we gotta get out of here mm. 
so we kind of like bonded in that way um she was um working at like the symphony and like as like um just like a usher i think yeah. and i was at school and sometimes working as well in this restaurant um connected to this theater that my mom worked at at the mm-hmm. time but yeah we were just trying to like get through it and it was like halfway it was like kind of like winter break had hit and I was, again, still in my mindset of like, oh, I'm just going to go to freaking four-year college and major in dance because that's what everybody else is doing. Yeah. And then I'm going to be a professional. Ooh, like I'm going to wait <laughs> those years. And then, you know, a friend of mine, I don't know who I reached out to, um, but I, was, I reached out to a friend of mine who graduated from the high school. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I did an extra year um, because mm-hmm. I had failed. So I like graduated. I was supposed to graduate 2011, but I graduated 2012. Okay. Anyway, so now I'm in community college. Yeah, I'm talking to my friend Alexis, who was at University of the Arts, and we we're just sitting on the phone. We're like, we hate it. Like, I hate community college, and she mm-hmm. like doesn't love the school that she's at. Yeah. Um, and uh, we're like, then let's start auditioning. And I don't mm-hmm. know if it was her to say it or I said, we were like, okay, let's do it. And I was like, yeah, because I didn't think like we don't want like obviously like we want to go to school because everybody, but it's like that's just maybe just not for us right now. That's not yeah. our journey. Right. So we'll be like at the end of the day, like the whole the whole point the whole end goal is to be a professional dancer we didn't train all these years in ballet and go through all this shit to like not do it and to to like get it also and to get it in like four years or five years when most people have been training like their whole lives or like been homeschooling and taking like dance like Mm. many more hours but the 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 ballet program um at school of the arts when i was there when i was there you know it was so strong it's like two hour ballet class mm. every day and then like point class or part of the class or like monitors it's like it was intense yeah and it yeah. was like enough that someone who just started at 14 could get just as much training as someone who started at like on a 10 or 12 right. and be ready to compete with them it's like boot camp yeah, yeah you know and so um it was it was very good um yeah i i, I wish more uh people would kind of just give you the more options of, yeah instead you know? of just High school, college. Yeah. Like, what? You know, so you and, 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 you know, people, you know, when I would go back to my school and like take class, because that's what a lot of alumni did at the time. A lot of the students that were there, like, aren't you supposed to be like in college right now? Like, what are you doing? I'm just like, I used to get so pissed off because it's like, mm-hmm. one, I felt disrespected. I was like, I like did this shit already. Like, you still trying to do it. But also I'm just like, <laughs> I, but also I'm like, y'all don't even know. Uh-huh. You don't even know what it's like when you have to you know get it out the mud again like you really are right. on your own and you're trying to like make your dream a reality like you're still mm-hmm. living at home with your mother and they're you know taking care of you like but what is it like when you have to like do it on your own and make your dream a reality without anyone's help yeah. this is what i'm doing yeah so you just wait and see exactly. you know when you graduate how it you know like or when you're done you know because again I feel like college, yes, you're learning something, but it's only buying you more time until you have to like then kind yeah. of go out there and audition for these companies. And, and then as a dancer, you know, you're you only have a certain amount of years. Exactly. Too. And a lot of times, like when you are getting out of college, sometimes they're like, Oh, you're too old. Mm. And some of these girls are like, right, these people get out of college, they're only like twenty two. But like for them it's like too old, you wow. know. So, I mean, it's, it's different. Everybody's uh, story and their like path is different. But anyway, we're like, fuck that. We're going to start auditioning. So we started auditioning. We would go to New York. She mm-hmm. had a boyfriend at the time. She would go to and stay with him at his college. Mm-hmm. I had friends in the city or people that I would reach out to, like alumni of my high school. Or like I had a friend who went to Adelphi, so I would go stay at her dorm sometimes. And we would just like take the, I would take the training back and forth or the bus to the city. And we would just audition. And um, I... Good. went to so it was a lot you know there were times when we went to auditions and we have no money mm. 
you, and like you have to pay the audition yeah there's like an audition fee you just pay like oh. 20 or 30 dollars oh, um gotcha. and i mean these people are coming from and they like you know like we've been like a year out of school and like a lot of these people have been like still like kind of training and stuff so yeah. it was rough you know but like god had us you know like you know there was a time where she like didn't have any money and she and or like uh i didn't have any money and like this guy we were at like the alvin Ailey, uh uh american dance theater and mm. like this guy was on the train and she was like no on the on the on the elevator and she was like i don't know like i don't have enough money and he literally like pulled out like a whole stack out of his pocket and like gave her like 40 dollars or something i was just like yeah. what you know like i was at an audition <laughs> and this woman you know who's there probably mm. there with her daughter she was like oh i can help you like you know so like again the universe is really just out there trying to help us out yep we really just gotta like stay open yeah, yeah. um so did that whole thing Fast forward to like April, I was gonna go to Nashville Ballet for the mm -hmm. summer, which I did, and she was supposed to go to like LA Ballet for the summer to like see like if they would like ask us to say. I call her up and she's like, "I'm pregnant." Oh no! And I'm like, "Okay, well, this <laughs> well, is not good, the plan." Good. But like, you know, <laughs> now she has two beautiful children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, "Okay, well, I'm and now I'm on my own." So, I, but like also like we did it together, which was I mm -hmm. guess again a part of the plan. So did that, went to Nashville for the summer was my first time there was my first time back in like real intense like dance training since like leaving high school and kind of like going through like that first year like college kind of experience yeah and i'll say i loved like college like, i loved like learning about like history and like psychology and everything like that mm -hmm. like it, and making friends and just it was like it was it was cool right um but it just was not what like i was wanting to do in my life sure. um so anyway we did audition um i went to nashville um was great but just didn't work out didn't pan out like they wanted me a lot in the beginning i was like this is cool i want to stay but also i was just like this seems weird like i feel like mm. not to like be rude but i was like i know that i'm just getting back into it but i feel like the people that they're like taking as well i'm like these people aren't like i don't then to me then like all right this seems weird it's like maybe this is just like kind of just like gathering people together mm. to try to like you know have us like work through some type of I don't know I just yeah. felt like it was the, vibe was off. I was like the levels of like ability around the whole grouping of people that they wanted to stay I just didn't see it mm. like it was like off a little bit anyway I don't know but I mean when I look back at the pictures of myself I was like I don't know I was kind of like thick you know I was not <laughs> in shapes but they oh, wanted gotcha. to take me anyway towards the end I was like you know this is not the place for me it didn't work out yeah but also it didn't work out they didn't want me to stay anymore and I was like you know what that's cool it's probably for the better probably for the better yeah. so Go back home. I know of this. I knew of another another girl who was from my high school who went to train at the Dance Theater Harlem, who was at Point Park University. But I guess she just decided she didn't want to do that anymore either. Mm. So I went and auditioned for that program, a professional training program at Dance Theater Harlem. And they offered me, you know, a scholarship to come. Um, but I just need to find a place to stay. So I had to mm. go back home, figure that out. And eventually I went there for that year. Nice. That was my first year living in New York. While I was staying in Jersey City and commuting back and forth to the city. Again, that was like the whole like starving artist vibe thing going on. Like I was like <laughs> yeah. some days like starving, like in uh, tears on the phone with my mom. Like I'm hungry. Mm -hmm. My grandmother would send me like care packages to the studios where I would take class every day. Mm. I have friends in the city so that like if I didn't have enough money to go back to Jersey, I would just spend the night at their house because like, oh, I had to wake up the next day and go back to DTH for like class or for like a show or yeah. I had to be in the city for an audition. So like it really worked out. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm so thankful for that year and just like all the people that I had there with me 
right supporting me through that well um, when you're young like that too like yeah it's, like, it's, it's kind of okay to go through the suck yeah. like that you know what i mean and i'm telling you like that is also how i know how strong i am mm. as a person yeah because i've gone through so much like shit you yeah. know and i feel like a lot of people who i know have not really gone through those life experiences like that where they really are like struggling like mm-hmm. in the thick of it yeah. and they don't really have like that many people who can like help them out or who are like right. have like checks coming in like and they don't have a job so then i went and got a job at panera bread and that was crazy working in the city and just like you know i made some friends but also like i had one night where my like manager like blew up on me and was like wilding out mm-hmm. and i was just like oh fuck that shit like i'm like <laughs> i'm nice i'm not trying to like make a scene but i'm like you wilding out and like this yeah. is crazy like mm-mm. uh and, you know, I got in trouble one time for, like, giving food to, like, a homeless person. I'm just like, oh, I paid for it. Like, what's the big deal? But anyway, oh, yeah. you know, I had to learn. But Man. I think that, like, that year was enough for me to realize that, like, I had, when it came to, like, me in the studio at Dance at the Home, like, the teachers that I had, they were like, look, we're not putting up with your bullshit. You need to get your attitude together. You need to, like, really focus, you know. Mm. And while at times I felt, like, misunderstood, it was also, like, things that I really need to like face within myself. Interesting. Um and how to So like, you thought that they were right? Eventually eventually I came around to the fact the fact yeah. that they were right, you yeah. know? <laughs> um and that, you know, it really was me getting in my own way. I mm. I mean I had teachers, you know, multiple times telling me like you gotta get out of your own way. Mm. And so um and while I think that my peers maybe like also at times misunderstood me, mm-hmm. you know, if like they feel like you and and kind of like didn't really maybe judge me before they got to know me but also i felt like when i when it clicked to me that i need to just like get my shit together yeah and it took me the whole kind of year i was like oh i'm about to fucking wow you bitches there was one <laughs> time where like we were doing this uh thing called like tafia um it was just basically like a like a piece where we like went through like the african diaspora through mm. like dance like Harlem renaissance and like mm. middle past yeah. and stuff like that and like I had to like read a monologue by Marcus Garvey and I like I took it home and like studied it. I went on YouTube and this is why also I feel like another for like my, my next act, I'm going to do some acting, right, you know, yeah, yeah. And, and musical theater and all this other stuff. And maybe just like real life, just like TV, you know, acting and stuff like that. Sure. I mean, like look at freaking Debbie Allen, you right. know, and so many other people. But I was like. Let me listen to how he talks. I mean, here mm-hmm. there's some interviews on um, YouTube, so I like study his voice and you know really went and like learned the uh, monologue. And then next day we were in that class. They were like, "Who wants to go?" And I was I was like, "I'll go first. And I and I was like, "Y'all don't even know what I'm about to do." <laughs> and but at first I was nervous. I was like, "Am I going to do this?" And I'm telling you, something just came over me mm. and I did the monologue. And then after that, it was quiet. And everybody was like, ah, what the like they were like losing it. And they were like, that was crazy. Yeah. And even I have a friend, his name is Ricky. He, to this day, he's like, that day when you read that monologue, you gagged us. And I was like, I really did. <laughs> I gagged myself. So I was like, I told myself, like, I'm about to do this. Yeah. But I wasn't sure. And I did it. And they were like, wow. You know, yeah. and even to say we talk, he's like, you know, I did judge you from the beginning because I was just like, you know, I don't really know, you know, but I think that you just had like some stuff that you had to like work through. And I feel like, you know, I really did. And then I went to this summer program that I had went to the year prior to going, the summer prior to going to the year mm. at Dance Theater Harlem. 
and it was a totally different experience because I had like faced myself and been like the most, I don't need anything from these people. I don't need them to offer me a, a spot in their school or anything like that. Yeah. I just want the training. Right, right. And so I was like, t- I was saying, t- telling myself like, just do what you've been doing. Mm-hmm. Go in there with the right mindset and it'll be a completely different experience. Watch. And it was, and I got a solo in dance that we did. Nice. And, um, and maybe they gave it to me because like this is my second summit I was there, but also mm-hmm. I just felt I had definitely improved and they saw a different version of me mm-hmm. that was so eager and wanting to like learn. Yeah, and yeah. um if you uh, do any kind of kind of growth, man, yeah, eventually someone will see. Yeah. And so um I did that and then um I it was like one night I was at staying, you know, in a, in the basement at uh my one of my dad's fraternity brothers home and um that was where I, that's where I was staying and um I just was like sitting there and I was and I heard the voice in my head and maybe it was my voice but also you know the voice of my inner being or mm-hmm. voice of God universe I know but that it just, voice it, right and it just said <laughs> it just said to me the realization go home you're done here and I was like okay bought me a ticket to go back home yeah with like the money I had left and I was like all right I'm going home so I went wow. back home this is uh twenty fifth. Yeah, 2015. Mm-hmm. Or uh, this is like summer of 2014, I believe. Yeah, summer of 2014. Went back home, had my birthday party at my grandmother's house. Was like, all right, I'm just going to get a job at the mall. I got a job at Five Twenty One, 21. And uh, just was working. And I was like, I'm going to take class. And then a lot of other opportunities to perform and compete in freaking ballet competitions and just dance a lot yeah. which is what i wanted to do to stay in shape really open for me so it's like when you have when you hear listen to the voice whether it's your voice or the Man. voice of the divine and you follow that and yeah. you don't judge it and you don't like you know question it you just go and trust everything else is just <laughs> gonna the like trust part it's the trust just with. trust and yeah. just go yeah. and you know and you feel it in your heart and you listen and you just stay open and just don't judge it Mm-hmm. you know, everything's going to unfold perfectly for you. And everything really just like, if I, I mean, again, if I look back at that year, it's like, I just heard something tell me go home. And I said, okay, I'm going to do it. And when I did it, everything and more things I could have imagined, you know, happened mm-hmm. for me. And that was the year and the summer that I like, well, we had got my, I was staying with my mom. Then we got evicted. I went to go stay with a friend. Then I went to go stay with my sister and I was around. still, yeah, but I still was like, all right, I got to get, there's my dream. My, I know what I can do it now. Mm-hmm. I don't have to just dance for this all, which is nothing wrong with that. But I was like, in my mind, I was like, I only can dance for Dancer to Harlem if I want to be a professional dancer because mm-hmm. they're the only company that would accept me because I'm black. Uh, yeah. I was like, no, actually, I'll be accepted anywhere I go right. because you deserve it. I deserve it and I'm going to work my ass off and do it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, shit. Let me hit the mic. Um, <laughs> uh, and so... I went home and I did all that and I was working and I like, you know, made friends at the job I was at and my like lovely, lovely, like uh, trans friend. Um, she's so beautiful. Um, I call her star. Um, we just bonded and, mm-hmm. you know, she was one of those people that immediately saw me was like, oh, you love ballet. Like you want to dance. And I was like, yeah. And then from then on. She she was she would be like leave him alone he's just trying to dance or she would encourage me to like just start, I would be twirling around the store yeah. and not working right and she's like 
get back to that fitting room, but also that was good. Or like if I did something, she was like, uh-uh, that wasn't tight. You fixed that. Again. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like you don't even know anything about Bella, but she was like, no, I know something about how it looked, how it's supposed to look. And that wasn't good. So do it again. I was like, all right. Um, Damn. But anyway. Kept you on. Yeah. But just like, you know, just like, you know, saw me for who I was and was like, all right, go do that. Um, yeah. But yeah, all this for Carolina Ballet Summer Program. Mm-hmm. They offered me a full scholarship to come for the summer. This is where I started. Now we're here. Um, is, is Carolina Ballet, uh, I think it's, you said scholarship. Is it a school? So I they have a summer a... program every summer. They didn't have a school until, I'm going to be wrong, but I think they didn't open the school until 2018. Oh. Or like okay. 2018, 2019, they yeah. didn't open up their school. I thought Carolina Ballet was just like a group of ballet people. Yeah, so it, it it was a ballet. It's just it strictly was just like a ballet company. Company, yeah, that started, company, yeah. Um, and then they opened up their own school. Gotcha. Um, and uh, in 2018, but they always had a summer program to like mm-hmm. train dancers for the summer because like every every ballet company has some program like you know that's how they like can make money as well. Mm. Um, and but it's good training. It was like the best training that I had gotten out of like a intensive one of the one of the best intensives I had been to, and it also helped me to like kind of get back in shape and like strengthen mm-hmm. my technique right before they offered me an apprenticeship to join the company. Nice as an apprentice that um, that summer. So I went there summer of twenty fifteen. And at the end of the summer, they offered me a full. Uh, How was that a, feeling? A, a, it was amazing. It was yeah. like, did that validate everything for you? You know, it, so at that time, again, I was still kind of like not trying to figure out what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to do ballet, mm-hmm. but also I was just like trying to be logistical, I guess, and thinking mm-hmm. like, all right, well, like I got one offer to go to like Dallas Black Dance Theater, which is like a modern company, which is like that's not really what I wanted to do. Like I wanted to do ballet, but like I just wanted to go where like the offer was and the money was, um, and the they wanted me to like come to their summer program or, or, or like an audition or something like that. Anyway, so I went and talked to one of the modern teachers I had that summer and she was like, well, what do you want to do? She was like, do you want to go dance there? Do you want to do ballet or do you want to dance here? And I, and she, and I was, I was said to her, I was like, well, I, I want to dance here. She was, then she was, then she said, well, then you should stay here. And I was like, okay. So I stayed there and you, you know, just needed that validation. I just needed that validation. And so it was like, okay, so I'm going to stay here. I don't know if they're going to offer me anything, but you know what? Mm-hmm. I know I'm going to keep working yeah. and I know that I'm good. And I'm like, I'm here for a reason. They wouldn't have off. They wouldn't have invited me to come and give me a full scholarship to come for the summer. So did mm-hmm. that. And um, yeah, they offered me a scholarship. And I'm sorry. They offered me a scholarship to come for the summer, but they offered me an apprenticeship to join yeah. as an apprentice for that following season. Yeah, That was crazy. First time, like not first time living on my own, but my first time like really like kind of like living by myself and trying to figure out what was going on. I mean, like the I, I needed to find a place. Mm-hmm. It was one of those things where like there was always something that kind of almost got in the way of everything, but like oh, right. it yeah. worked out. Like yeah. so now we're here. Now we're here. Wow. Eight, nine years later. Right. So <laughs> still making the dream happen though, man. Still making the dream happen and also just like realizing, you know, what's like yeah, real, realizing that while ballet was the dream, it was not one of my only dreams. I think that is something that I've had to re- remember along the journey that mm. I'm... There's other dreams. I've been inspired by many things. I mean, my mom worked at 
a restaurant connected to like to a theater that mm-hmm. had con- constantly had like Broadway shows coming in, yeah, tours and stuff coming in. So you're so, trying to get an acting. I took an acting class in 2021 with a coworker of mine. Yeah. So like, right. I I want to do a uh, Moonlight Stage. <laughs> okay. I used to teach today. Really? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. You teach acting? Yeah. And here we are. <laughs> um, so yeah, I took an acting class. Um, I loved it. You know, but I want to do. I wonder if I saw you. Maybe you probably did. Maybe you do look now that I. It's blurry now, but yeah. maybe. Anyways, yeah. Sorry. So <laughs> I mean. I'm such like a a performer, but yeah. also I'm such an actor on stage. I feel that you have to be, man. You have to. It kind of goes hand in hand. But there's so much of like experiences and stuff that mm-hmm. I've gone through that while I've cultivated this technique phys- physically, mm-hmm. um, that you know I want to do more stuff. So I would love to do more musical theater, which also requires you to sing, which requires you to act, which I you know also am passionate about. Great. Um, That's great, man. So yeah, yeah. Uh, keep doing it. Yeah, I mean, you you already have. I, I believe dancers, anyone who plays uh, sports and stuff like that, they all have the the mind connecting with the body, mm-hmm. which is what you need for as an actor. Yeah, and so uh, you have that and the in, emotions. In and it's yeah. like being more in, like we're so connected with like who we are, like emotionally. I feel like I am that. Um, you know. There's like so much depth there to mm-hmm. like give to like these characters in these plays or movies or mm-hmm. musicals and stuff like that. It's the behaviors that create the emotions. Yeah. Right. So um, I, th- I think you have a strong sense of it. I think you can go far with it. Yeah. 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 And it's nothing wrong with doing both either. No, a lot I mean, of people like my student, my past students are like, oh, I should go here or, or do this. Uh, I'm like, why can't you do both? Yeah. Life is an and not an or. I cannot continue on without mentioning the person on my shirt, Darius Barnes, yeah. who was a graduate of my high school. Um, and later, when I was in New York, mm. I actually got, well, I went to dance at home for a summer first. And that's when I like saw him in the class and he pulled me aside and I was like, wait, I think I've seen pictures of you on the walls of my high school. So we connected then. And then when I went back to New York, he had joined the company, but he had also been in musicals and stuff. And... Um, you know, had been a very like big um, inspiration for me yeah. to like pursue that, and I and um, he came in and uh, choreographed on the company back in 2021, mm-hmm. and then he had passed in 2020 summer of 2022. Damn. Um, but um, he and this is right after I got promoted to soloist, and I have taught him, like, I don't know what they're going to do with me here. Like, I love it here, and I want to, like, you know, get more opportunities. But, you know, also maybe I should start auditioning for, like, musicals and stuff. Mm-hmm. And what he would say to me all the time was, like, you know, just keep doing ballet for as long as you can. Because as long as you can or as long as you want to do it. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, if you don't want to do it anymore, then, yeah, go do something else. But sure. also, like, dance career as a whole, you know, is not that long. But also when it comes to ballet and then it comes to musical theater, it's, like, you don't really need that much, like, a dance ability or technique, I would love to have my full ability and technique to use to show on those stages because you don't see it that often. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he was like, you know, do it for as long as you, you know, do it. You want to do it until you don't love it anymore and then go do something else. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, big, big, big inspiration for me. He like choreographed for musicals. He had been in a lot of shows. Yeah. He also did ballet. Right. You know, I danced with uh, Suzanne Farrow and New York City Ballet and danced through to Harlem. So. Right. Big, 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 big 
ups to him. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think uh, uh, he has a better understanding of what it means to be a dancer. Yes. Right? So like that's kind of why he says uh, do do this dancing as much as you can. Yeah. Um. I don't not how I don't know how old you are or anything like that. Thirty. Thirty. Yeah. So like I don't know how longer. I mean, there's dancers in the company come. who are have 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 a kid have yeah. two kids they're like in the ones like principal beautiful dancer uh principal of the company jan burkhart like what i don't want to like say the wrong age but she's in like her like mid sure. to late 30s and has two kids and still mm -hmm. like dancing that top yeah. of her game and yeah. then there's another principal dancer who was a founding member of the company who is like in her early 40s sure. but there's always going to be musical theater yeah there's always, always going to be, be acting there's always I mean? going to be dance yeah you know, you exactly. can do it all. Yeah. But so it doesn't really matter when you start, honestly, because mm -hmm. it's always going to be there for you. Yeah. So. Yeah. Do you? Do you? <laughs> and lead with love. Yeah, this has been fun, man. Thank you. Honestly, it's it's been one of my top favorites uh, to to talk. That is, I can sleep tonight now. Knowing you that. You know, I mean, honestly, <laughs> I've never done a podcast, but this is one of the best experiences I've had and also it was like what a great way to like actually get to know you and talk to you and talk and talk about I don't know my experience and also yeah. your experiences which was fun absolutely yeah, yeah. it kind of like I, I love doing this because it like you know creates a bond and, and it's like you know you're forever a friend now you know because we've we've experienced life you know we've shared life and, and through words through words <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah that's it all right that's it Thank okay. you. Peace. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>